0: Okay. But to be fair, if I had, I ain't got any brothers and sisters, but I feel like if I had a brother or a sister or any sibling or, 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 or yeah. any sibling, yeah. they might be darker than me. Mm. So I've got cousins that are darker than me and they've got the same genetic makeup. Oh, okay.
1: Oh, yeah. oh fair enough.
0: So, you know, I don't know. Russian roulette. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I said
1: Russian roulette. <laughs> 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 I love it. All uh, right. Made him Chafford podcast, 80, 88? 88. Yo. uh, yeah, we we live and we've got a special guest. We've not had a guest in a in a minute, you know. Yeah, I, know man. I was looking 100%. at the website like, damn, <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> this man flying solo. <laughs> you guys been enjoying the time with yourselves. Yeah, that's yeah. a 100%. fact. Um, yeah. So, so, yeah, no, you've uh, finally broken the ice, uh, for lack of a better word. Um, We've got Perry in the building. If you can't tell, uh, Chef Perry as well. Yeah, you, there you there might if you go on, on YouTube, YouTube
2: to you, you'll definitely see his face. YouTube? <laughs> yeah. My guy, what did you see?
1: He's talking about you. Right there. Right there. Right there. Is this camera on me? I said, "My guy, what did you?" I'm
0: thinking he googled uh, YouTube my name and he came up with some old footage of me in like college, and I'm like, nah. Whipping nice it, see you guys yeah, 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 yeah,
3: Chef you guys Perry Perry, in in Chef, the building. Chef
1: Perry in the building, man. You already know we had to get this one done. Sure. Um, yeah. wanted to get him on for a minute as well. We've been talking and just been like, "Yo, we have to pattern this." So finally, glad we made it happen. He was, yeah, guys, he great. was on time. We were, we were not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <perhaps. laughs> um, but yeah, man, I'm so I'm so happy to have you on, and I'm so happy with your career progression as well. Like you really nice are, you're chefing it. You're not messing about. This ain't no for play play. Like nah, Michelin star on the way. way. Yeah. Fun fact for everyone: you know, Michelin star is the Michelin man.
3: Yeah. What? what? No way. Why are you? You're guessing.
1: No cap. What? <laughs> what
3: do, <laughs> do, what do you? Michelin, what do Michelin have to do with food? Nothing. Nothing. What think? do Michelin
1: know about food? You forget,
3: make tires.
0: get the answer. You go, You guys didn't know that.
1: No, I had no clue. Nah, people don't know this. Right, how does it right, work? Let me tell how you something else.
0: Let me tell you something else. Um, so Michelin, obviously the tire company, yeah. is, the, is the brand and the company behind Michelin Star. However, you know San Pellegrino? Yeah. The drinks, mm. the, like the really banging drinks, they're behind the top 50 restaurants in the world.
1: They got nothing it's, it's, it's sparkling water. No, yes, no no you know it's about not, it's, sparkling it's, it's the water. <laughs> That's no, crazy. Yeah, there's no affiliation no, there man.
0: at all. Bar what do Michelin know about food? Like Not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot. <laughs> so,
2: so, so, that, so that white that, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically if you go into a restaurant and then you see you know what the Michelin man looks like? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Like, yeah. If you see if you see him like in a painting or in any form, then that restaurant is likely to have a Michelin star, wow. at least one.
3: That's something like yeah. every day. That's crazy. A lot yeah. of people
0: will like freak out. They're like, "Why is a Michelin man here?" And then you. Oh said, "Why is a Michelin man?" And then you clock, that's yo. Crazy. Yeah.
4: Crazy, <laughs> <It's mad. laughs> but yeah, but yeah, I'm alright. Wow, man.
1: I'm, that's good, man. Talk to us about the beginning. Where Where did this all? Yeah, like, how does someone want to be a chef, and then how do you really like just progress with that? Because the meals you're making now.
4: Out of gourmet I mean, we,
1: gourmet and we had him on the, the talent show yeah. my man was doing up with the the lobster the that lobster the Thank
0: I remember that yeah. no yeah I mean I started out I mean I'd like to say when I was young young but I've always wanted to be a chef and that's for real like real mm. talk even through primary school through secondary school I've always had a thing for creative Um, being a like I'm, a lot of people like oh why don't you become an artist or why don't you go into like architecture or something like that and it's like you, I could have done I've always been quite creative, i always been focused on whatever it is, mm. but with food you can connect with everyone we could have a conversation about food, I could go out on the street and have a conversation with food, with any person because yeah. food connects to every single person in Fact. the world, you know, everyone has to eat yeah. and everyone's got their own right and wrong answers about it, mm. so I kind of wanted to get into a profession where you can connect with everyone first mm. um, but you can be, like th- I like a level of competition, I'm quite a competitive person, so with that you know, not necessarily Michelin stars, but it's a graft. Mm. It's a, it's a career. It's a, it's a career. It's not a job. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, like you go into it and you go into it for the long run. It's mm. not something that you go in and you kind of think, oh, let me do this on the side, let me do that on the side. Your life becomes food. Yeah. 100%. And it's something that I looked at as a challenge when I was younger. And it's something that as I kind of, I'll be completely honest with you guys, as I was getting into like secondary school and like years, say, eight, nine, 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you have to choose the options, catering was always one. And all the teachers that we had at Chafford, they were looking at me like, "Oh, Perry, you know, you're, you're you've got so much potential to go to this uni, to go to that college, to study this, to do that, to get A levels, to get degrees." And mm. I was like, "That's true." And don't get me wrong, I I'm not being I'm being quite humble. Like I did quite well in school,
3: mm. right, right, right.
0: But I do believe that there's a there's a this is a whole different conversation we could have. But I do believe that there is a. Um, a, a type of tunnel vision that teachers and um, the government I, I guess to a higher level put yeah, you under yeah that's a fact that's a fact you know so that if you yeah. don't if There's you have a passion about something maybe there isn't necessi- you don't need a qualification that's higher up to do that passion yeah you ha- You still have to do something you know more mm. academic yeah no, I sorry, hear that does uh, that make sense to no it that, does yeah
2: I think I think what is basically happening is that they they did especially in school they did not have the information to know what your passion would be as a career mm. they, they just didn't know mm. so i remember i told i told i'm not going to mention his name or her name but basically i told my i told my teacher that i would like to become an artist mm. yeah, just drawing sketching they said that art will never make money as mm. sa- as bad as that seems as talented as i was back then I've, d- I've just, I had to shut it off. I had to shut it off.
0: And you so basically, I, could,
2: I couldn't I could I couldn't draw. So basically, I couldn't draw, I couldn't paint, I couldn't do anything. And that was really my creative side. Yeah. Mm. And so because someone
0: like tells you, it's not that someone tells you you can't. That's just a kind of stereotypical cliche. Don't let anyone tell you you can't. It's not yeah. that they said that you can't. It's just that they said that there's so many other better things that you can do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. That might take you further, which isn't true. You know, I'll be honest with you, and I've, you know, I pay attention to the podcast that you guys put out every week. You guys have had some guests on here from Chafford. Be it me, Amy Smale, yeah. other people that have grafted from Chafford and have done successful in whatever they're doing. And it's has not, nothing to do with maths. It's got nothing to nah, do that's with, a fact. you know. You Imagine if someone told passion.
1: Amy no. That's Amy me. made £100,000 in lockdown. Me. Yo, that queen is smiling. That's a <laughs> <push in her laughs> and and it's because she kind of went yo. against the grain. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You know,
0: you have to go against the grain a little bit. And that's why I kind of like, you know, I got to year 10, 11, and I did one well of my GCSEs. And yeah, I could have gone to this college. could have done that A-level, sixth form, whatever. But I actually chose to follow- Did you, you leave
1: school and to? just go straight into sh- yeah. like yeah. chefing it up? Yeah. I so went, what I was I the left first school. step So, after
0: that? I left school, went <laughs> into Barking and Dagenham That's the name of the episode. College, yeah, and studied professional cookery for three years. Yeah. Okay, um, but that was only a three-day week course. So the rest of the week, I was working part-time in a fr- in a restaurant in central London. Which Jeez. gave you which gave you more,
3: which gave you more experience? Like wh- well, where well, do you feel question. like you learnt more from? Good question. It Has it's to be the actual half.
1: restaurant, I'd imagine.
0: H- it's half and half. The college side of it and the educational, academic side of the professional cookery course gave you the hygiene all the you know all the scientific looks at yeah. what food poisoning is why it happens this and that for example also basic knife skills that kind of stuff the real world working in a restaurant part time was the push <sighs> the hectic service imagine the chipping in helping each other out late nights early mornings mm. you know you don't yeah. get that experience at college and yeah. and that was for me a perfect balance that I yeah. did that I recommend it to anyone out there that wants to be a chef a young chef It's a lot of sacrifice, you know, like Mm. going in and working part-time is great for us because you don't want to work full-time, especially with having a great uh, experience. You know, it's a big change from being 15, 16, 17, seeing your friends a lot, going out, doing these things and enjoying the time with your family, your friends Mm. and having that luxury weekends off. So then going from that to 8 in the morning to 11 at night, traveling one hour each way to get home, sleeping six hours, getting up again, doing the same thing. Mm. Crazy, you know it's 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 hard but uh, but yeah so anyway come back to the conversation i um went to uh, bark and college studied food for three years did part-time in a restaurant in farringdon in central london uh, after that three years passed i got employed full-time by that restaurant and then soon left anyway because i had an opportunity to go to a private members club in mayfair mm-hmm. did that for a year um Really, really, that was a kind of my first introduction to what Michelin star food was. It wasn't a Michelin star place because it's a private members club. You can't get uh, Michelin stars at members clubs. Yeah. But it would have had one, at least one, uh, yeah. 100%. So, yeah, that was my first kind of introduction to it. Left there, came back to the Farringdon area, a different restaurant. Um, and then for four years, I was there until very recently, uh, as of December. And I've just started at a restaurant called A Cocoa which is a West African-based restaurant in mm. Sorovia between Oxford Circus and Topical Road. Yeah. Aiming for Michelin star. We're going to get it. Um, but it's a new concept. It's with the dynamic of changing the concept of what West African cuisine is. Love that. Okay. Um, but I think s-
3: I've heard of this place. Yeah? I think I've heard of it. it, it it's like basically what exactly what you just said. They, ha- they sell certain African cuisines, but they have like a twist to it. It's not yeah. necessarily
1: as what are they trying to make jell o uh, like fancy in the middle you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I was just like <laughs> hey <by laughs> <eight. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> one grain <of> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's oh, mad Bosh Rosh me like 37 pounds <laughs> it's just <laughs> no but no, no with them.
0: I had this conversation <laughs> with all my friends the other day and it was a very humble conversation right yeah you have to, like, you're, you're branching out to an audience now that is used to mass food. Like, for of example, course. coming from a Caribbean family, it's mm. the same. Yeah. In the way of... Volume, you, minute. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you, <laughs> if you don't feel full at the end of your meal and you're paying 90 pounds for not it... not quality, point, yeah. you're, There's an issue there. Mm. So, we kind of have to... I've been thinking about it a lot, about how we go about um, our market audience at Coco. Right, yeah. You know, like, we don't want to get the African grandparents and aunties and uncles in. And we don't want to change their mentality of what African cuisine should be because we're never going to do that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, people yeah. are classic. It's, it's the same. Like, but It's another conversation we'll have, but I made some patties at the start of the year and I was giving them away and I gave them to some Caribbean aunties and grandmothers and whatnot. And it was, so one of the fillings was beef and red kidney bean, right? Mm. And I gave it to them and they looked at me and it was like, it's delicious, but it's wrong. I said, why is it wrong? <laughs> and they said, because the, ki- the kidney bean should be in the rice, not with the beef. Right. And they looked at me and they was like, it's nice, but I I, I don't like they it. They just don't get it. Yeah, they don't get it. And you don't get you don't like what you don't get, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, and and that, and I, that. I feel like I mean it's a natural thing. The younger generation might be a bit more open minded with it, but yeah. you know, it's not traditional. Exactly, exactly. It's not what they grew up with. It's not what's classic. Mm. You know, but with
2: and a s- chef like you, you're supposed to.
0: Right, right. So this, so this comes into where the target market would be for us. Yeah. So it comes into the younger generation that maybe don't know what African cuisine is, West African cuisine is. Mm-hmm. And we'll introduce it to them in a way where this is an experience. It's a whole. There's that's wine it. pairings, yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole thing. Like the, going back to what uh, Demi was saying about the jollof rice. That's the, I think it's like the third or fourth or fifth course on our 10 course tasting menu. Yeah. Okay, go on. <laughs> so it's basically, it's a bowl of jollof rice with, um, it's smoked. So we basically put the same bowl on top, we fill it with smoke, serve it to the table, open it up, the smoke kind of piles out, and it's served with a roasted characterine and a smoked aubergine puree, right? But then that, if you serve that to an auntie, an uncle, an African grandparent, Mm. they're going to look at you and think, is that it? Because literally, it's a bowl of jollof rice. My dad's going to be like the door. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And he's thinking, I'm paying 90 pounds for this. Mm. You know, so. I hear that. You know? So, but that's an experience
1: though. It is. Let's let's have it right. Like, you're not, you're not going, I don't feel like I'd go there to, not necessarily say I'd leave full, but like, I've been there and I've been like, yo, you know what? That was, that's something I can check off. Yeah. More or less like close to my bucket list. And it's nice that you're doing that with West African food as well because, again, it's about changing the perceptions that are already there on
0: our type of food as well. Yeah. There's a perception there. I had this conversation with some some people in the industry the other night. And there's a perception there that um, West African cuisine and Caribbean cuisine to an extent can't be gastronomified. It can't be put into a spectrum that can earn a Michelin star. Right. Uh, I'm a, okay. You know, there, There's that kind of mentality. And we're trying to break that barrier. Mm-hmm. Ikoyi. So there's a restaurant. So there's a. am uh, at Coco. There's a restaurant called Ikoyi. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. I it's think that was the one that I thought that the one I you heard, heard of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They have a Michelin star. That's the first West African restaurant in London to have a Michelin star. Credit mm. to them. We see them as a main rival now. Mm-hmm. Right. But, you know, you have to support people out here. You yeah, have to support yeah, yeah. the people that you're you re- you representing. No, the competition part. But I, I
2: get it. Exactly. Okay. You know,
0: so they have... You know, I think there was a little bit of beef going on between us recently, and we kind of said a few things about them on social media. They said a few things about us. But having said that, yeah. it's publicity for both of us. Of course, mm. Do you know what I mean. Beef is publicity at the end of, of the course, day. Of course, of course. And so we're kind of promoting ourselves through food, but also through the experience, but also through the technology that we have nowadays via social media, via you know even mouth to mouth word to word is a is a is a powerful thing nowadays of course yeah. and especially in the hospitality industry a lot of people know each other okay. And so with that i feel like west african cuisine give it 5 years will be as big as french spanish italian <sighs> european cuisine that'd be amazing that yeah i'm
1: trying to go and just eat
0: and just be able to get jollof rice you know that's the future <laughs> no but that's deep yeah um, that's deep you don't want to go you know just eat and jollof rice what do you mean you said you just want to go and just eat and get jollof
1: yeah why not if a restaurant can do it properly, why not? The same way I'll get Chinese. Oh,
0: uh, yeah, but I mean, okay, all right. That's night in my opinion. Just eat delivery. All these delivery companies, they shouldn't be going to these places. Yeah. Okay, but that I wouldn't
1: say. Like, obviously, your place is to a higher standard. Like, I wouldn't. Okay, I wouldn't want. I, I can't order what you do on. That's what I'm that's different. That's different. I see sure what he's, he's a, trying to say. I just.
2: Huh? Could you really make fast food though?
1: Nah, he can't. What uh, yeah. a cocoa? Yeah. No. Because it's not just about the food. But that that wasn't my point. My point was just, uh, he's saying West African food will be at a point where it's just as big as these other cuisines, you know. Yeah,
2: but it's to go out there and sit down. Yeah, of course, of course. And then
1: that's even more beautiful. I'm sure I could go to to a beautiful Chinese restaurant the same way I'd go to a beautiful French restaurant, X, Y, and Z. I I can't wait to be able to have that experience. No no, no trainers on the door. No trainers on the door. Yeah, Yeah. no trackies. You already know, unless it's night tech. Nah, nah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, even, that's even worse. <laughs> nah, I <laughs> spent, I, I spent <laughs> 100 on this. You can't let me in. <laughs> <laughs> <that
3: back>. <laughs> or alternatively, Demi, you can make the jollof rice yourself. Oh. Hey. I tried the other day, you know. So, yeah. Good. I, I'm not really much of a cook, so I had two attempts. Let's talk about <laughs> attempt number one. My paella looking jollof <laughs> rice. <laughs> attempt number one. I put um everything was fine, the base was fine. Where I went wrong was the type of rice. Okay. So essentially I used like jasmine rice. You and did that rice yourself, man. I know. <laughs> the no rice, it didn't absorb <laughs> it didn't absorb the base. So when it when I opened it, it was just the texture was just runny and ah. the rice itself didn't cook. So I left That's it for a long it. period of time because you've got to steam it, right? You've got to yeah, kind yeah. of mm. generate the heat upwards. And as it came out, I tasted it. I was like, yeah. The the taste is there, the taste is fine. But the texture, texture was just wasn't completely there. gone. That is an L. Went home, spoke to mom about it.
1: And she told me, <laughs> Wait, I had to. Well, 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 slow, I wouldn't have down. told my mum.
0: Slow down. The second you down. said Jasmine, Rice, I heard what was wrong. You went home and talked to your mum about it. I I it. It was so like a heart on. to heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's
3: what I heard as I well. Had to, I had to buck the OG. I had, I must have to, no to buck the OG. I had no choice. And then she told me. <laughs> Where did that bring you? She told back you back back to me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: she told you where you went wrong, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. She told me where you went wrong. I could have told you where you went wrong. You put <laughs> judgment rice. Hey, it's fine. You, that but but rice shouldn't have a name.
0: Well,
3: that's the beauty of it. You've got to keep on going, isn't Long it? Long way or that's man. I'm sure, yeah. Perry, you've had so many situations where you've made something, it's not come out right the first time. Yeah. But yeah. you the beauty is you, as the more you do it, the more you realise I can tweak this. We're not getting tweak off that. this shit. Yeah. No, I, that's well. <laughs> So attempt number two, I grabbed um, I can't remember the name of the rice, but obviously was it was a far more. Uh, it was a better, it was a basmati, golden basmati rice. Oh my god, yeah. And it absorbed it perfectly, the texture was better, everything was good. So it gave me confidence. It was like, oh, right, I can actually make the dishes I want to make. Yeah, you know, yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So but you
1: made stew and that was fine.
3: Stew was fine. Mm. Well, the first attempt to stew was terrible. Oh my god. Yeah. It was too tomato y. Oh, okay. But then the second attempt, I realized it needed more pepper. The pepper to tomato ratio, ratio, ratio. was just too much tomato. So yeah. I kind of skewed it a bit and it was way more peppery.
2: i got a question.
0: And it worked. Are you a spicy person? Yes. I, I like that. Yeah, my stomach wouldn't agree, but I agree. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. That <laughs> shit just coming 100%, out. <laughs> man, 100%. Yeah. No, I, I wipe,
1: s- I wipe, and it just wouldn't stop. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like uncontrollable. Nah, nah. Let's not get into that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no, yeah. Back to your question, man. I am a spicy, like as far as food concerned. Have to be, man. Concern, I'm a spicy person. I couldn't not be. I'd hate life if I couldn't but eat spicy But the thing food. is, yeah, spice. Spice is an interesting one. Mm. So. The way I look at food is, like, you have to look at the flavor sensations that you take from food and yeah. where you can source those flavor sensations from, okay. i.e. spicy food. If I say spice, what do you guys think of? Landers? Like, ingredients-wise. Oh, no.
1: pepper? Pepper. Chili, yeah. right? Yeah.
0: yeah. You don't think of horseradish. You don't think of mustard. You don't think of mm. black pepper. Okay. But then if you go to different countries in the world, they might say that. Yeah. Right. Mm. Do you know okay. what I mean?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, mustard, mustard can be made spicy. I don't personally like mustard, but, yeah. yeah. one's different. But... What's that everyone's No, no, no. I believe you. No, no, no. I mean Sorry, Let me have
4: a conversation with you now. <laughs>
0: oh, all right. Go so go spicy go food, you guys think of chili, right? Of course. Yeah. But then how do you like your spice? All right. The best thing I go it's this is so cheesy, but the fe- best thing I go to, I'll ask the same question to people. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, I like spicy food. And I'm like, all right. When you go to Nando's, what do you get?
2: I, I'm not hot.
0: Really, medium.
2: I mean, I'm, I'm man's old. not hot. I'm medium. I'm really medium. See, the, see I'm, I'm the same because
0: I like it hot, but yeah. I like to taste the food. If it rips your face off, it's pointless. So yeah. There's, yeah, a I point. I there's a point. There's a point of spice. I
2: don't want to be there. Like my dad basically uses yeah. this metaphor every single time. He says, if you go to a restaurant yeah, and you come out like you just had a boxing match, <laughs> like, did you enjoy your yourself? Your nose is running. You're yeah. sweating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fighting. Like, it's mad.
3: In our culture we do that too much. We yeah, I agree. with, with yeah. spice and
2: then I just see you, man, just there yeah. crying. I'm like, nah, man, pass me the mayonnaise. Jeez. I
1: hear <laughs> that. Yeah. Nah, uh, do you know what? Um Nando's has got a spice that's above extra hot now. I don't know what it's yeah, called. Next I level. Um oh, I don't want to say it's habanero or something crazy, but it's it is hot. Right. And I tried, tried it. Psh, Kill you. I, I I I like spicy food extra hot all the time when I go to Nando's. I was in tears. I was with a, <laughs> I was with a girl as well. I thought, ah, uh, oh, let me uh, try to be bad. I, I was, I was like, yo, get hum- me some milk. He needs some milk. Oh, my. Humbled. The hunt for real. But,
0: all right, let me ask you a question. You left that meal, and did you feel like going? I didn't for feel, that feel was better worth for it. it? No, I yeah, say, yeah, yeah, I that's, agree. That's my point. Why are these like? I get it. Some you see, seem like chili challenges and all this. Like yeah, people yeah, that yeah, actually yeah. take the competition aspect of it, mm. but to enjoy it, I'm like, are you serious? No, like, yeah. You know, not enjoy all. I even,
2: yeah. w- I w- even worked in a restaurant. Um, well, basically, it was two restaurants, so they were joined together. Same, oh, same owners. Um, Red Dog Saloon and Red Dog American Sandwich. This was in Hoxton Square, and they had like this challenge. So then I tried the sauce. Basically, I took one chip, put it in my mouth. I was crying. I couldn't talk properly. Like I drank Bam. Cr- I could not talk properly.
1: Listen, I've got a story for you. I've n I have can not believe I've never said this on the pod. So I don't know if you guys watch Hot Ones um, oh, yeah, with yeah. Sean Evans. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Someone when I used to work in Basildon, someone brought in you know the one that always oh, makes them fumble. I, I
0: had this at work. The, uh, the bomb. The bomb. Yeah. I you had put, someone brought it into <laughs> me at work as well. It's mad. It's, it's honestly mad? It's, mad. it's as bad. When they it's, react it's
1: psh- horrible. We was we was crying. It's mad. I, I, I was like Sick, both ends basically. Yeah. Like it was but,
0: but you know, sometimes when you eat something that's spicy and it <laughs> takes a minute to set in, <laughs> yeah. this one's like straight out of the bag. No, like yeah. it's, it's there, yeah. <laughs> you know. When it's not, it doesn't even be it like it's like <laughs> bang. <laughs>
1: yeah. That was I, straight away. Yeah. I, I was like, it. yo, this is this isn't good. This isn't, <laughs> it normal. doesn't taste good. No, man. it's just hot. It's just this, it tastes like metal. Is the only way I can yeah, describe it? Yeah, really, yeah, I don't know if I want to. They put on a bit of bread, chewed it. I thought it was bad. And sh- like, humbled. Like,
0: and it's a little it's, it's a little, <laughs> little bit you know
1: That's so it wasn't crazy. even much it weren't much mad. I, we was out thank god it was the end of the day because normally we we're on the phones i, I was Couldn't not talk. i was not out i was out yeah. and i had
0: to go out that night i said i might have to cancel you know because
1: uh-huh. oh, wow. this was this is something else it's
0: mad it's mad yeah i remember having that i was almost in like Anaphylactic shock. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like an experience. Man. Someone call 911. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: what would you say? So as far as like your cooking, mm. what would you say has been like the stuff you've you've honed in on the most, like your signature dish, so to speak? What Ooh, What do you feel like question. you do better than anything
0: else? Uh, or do you
3: even feel like you even have that at good this
0: question, point? Question. Good question. I get asked that whole signature dish, signature dish thing, or what's your favorite thing to cook thing a lot. Mm. Um, and my answer is always the same. I'll never give you one dish because I think that there's just so many things not that mm. I do well. There's, there's just so many things that you can do well. And right. so my answer to that is always, um, I like to give people an experience of food that they might not expect. So the thing that I've kind of focused on, come back to your question, Colleen, is the thing that I've honed in on in the last few years, more so in my own projects and work, is giving people an experience that they can come into and they sit down and they have instantly, it's like when you meet someone new, you have a, an, uh, an an idea of what that person is going to be like. As soon as you get into a restaurant, before you've even seen the menu, you sit down and you kind of have an idea about what the vibe's going to be, the kind of food that you're going to have, if it's going to be good, if it's going to be bad. And so when you have that and you give an image to a person and then they have the food, even when they see the menu, say, for example, I give you a menu and it's, my menus are very simple. If you order a, um, I don't know, a salad, say mm. a, a, a Michelin star level salad, it, the menu will literally say uh, lettuce, tomato, and olive. That's it. Right. There's no two ways about it. It's not like lettuce covered in and sitting on a bed or from blah, 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 blah. It's yeah. just literally the three ingredients. So that leaves it to open to the imagination. So mm. you guys would think, oh, okay, this could, like, I have no idea what's coming out here. You get it and you're like, oh my God, this is incredible. Right. Yeah. You know, I feel like is it putting it their expectations on the
1: floor so you have more
0: Not necessarily on the floor, but up in the air. Yeah, okay. You know, like it's it's more giving people an experience because for me, as a customer, as much as I'm a chef, I like to eat out. Mm. Right. And the thing that I like to feel when I'm at a restaurant is a sense of surprise and a sense of like, okay, if I've ordered an ice cream, some one, one of the dishes that we do at Coco, it's a it's a a ball of soft ice cream right. with an insert in the middle, like a raspberry insert. Mm. And it doesn't look anything like ice cream should. Mm. so you get it and you think is this the course that I'm thinking it is and then you bite into it and you're like oh my god this is incredible right. how have they made this look like that mm. so <clears throat> come back to the question that's the kind of thing that I've kind of been concentrating on in the last few years is giving people an experience of surprise with food right, um, right. giving something and am I allowed to swear oh um, giving <laughs> you know it, what, it, I don't to know if I did explicit you said
1: that. I love to eat out and I was about to say same,
0: oh. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> same. <laughs> so I had to, I had to. I I <laughs> <laughs> so on, you bro. got it in there now. You happy? Yeah. <laughs> <I'm>, yeah. <laughs> Go. On, you know, like giving giving people an experience and um, fucking shit up a little bit. Yeah. You know, yeah. like like you know, West African food with Caribbean food, taking stuff that's usually traditional and different and fucking it up a little bit and mm. changing the dynamic a little bit. That's something that I've been kind of thinking about. um Like the whole patty situation that I was doing at the start of the year. You know, putting some extra yeah. flavors on that. I mean
1: like how you as a chef coped with lockdown because obviously your restaurant can't open at the moment yeah
0: so it's been it's been up and down to be honest the last year and a bit okay so last march went into lockdown um wasn't doing much really myself until august time i don't know like last year everyone was kind of in shock and we was like we'd never had this before no lockdown we was like what do we do now so I started making these video tutorials on my Instagram. uh, And then I was doing, obviously, I was part of the talent show that you guys were doing last summer on the Mm. main in Chafford. Uh, And then that was kind of my how I look at it. It was a summer vibe, downtime, time off, you know, for the last, at the time, eight years that I've been in the industry. Mm. And so I felt like, okay, let me let me chill. And then August came around. We had this whole eat out to help out business um which really you know monday to wednesday was the new thursday to sunday saturday yeah Yeah. it was crazy
1: business was booming
0: yeah and restaurants opened back up again and while i was working again until what was it about october and then we we had this whole tier system tier one tier two tier three and uh, london got shut down shut down again so at that point i was kind of thinking like oh i need to do something with my life now Mm -hmm. you know like i'm kind of like twiddling my thumbs at home. I'm not doing anything. I moved into London at the time. I was like, I need to do something. Mm. Bought myself a bike. Greatest decision I ever made. Got out on that a lot, fitness-wise. And then we went up into, no, sorry, we opened up again. uh, And then we went into lockdown again at the end of December. And then I started the year kind of a rough note. I think everyone did, rough Christmas, you know. Mm. Restrictions on seeing family and whatnot. Started the year and I was like, actually, I need to actually do something. And I'm the type of person, you know, like you guys, I'm sure, you actually find more joy in giving other people joy sometimes. Yeah. Of and so I started the year thinking, how can I make people happy? And literally, I thought Jamaican Patties is something that I know how to do, something that I grew up with, but it's also something that is easily transportable mm. yep. um, and giving them away for free. You know, And the idea was me putting out a message on my social media pages saying, um, if anyone knows of anyone, it wasn't like you guys could contact me and be like, oh, I want some. It was, if you guys know anyone that is in need of a little bit of a motivational lift, a little bit of enthusiasm in their life, whether they're a, a nurse, a doctor, a teacher, maybe they're just going through a bit of anxiety with the lockdown and whatnot, give me a shout and I'll hand make and personally deli- deliver them to them. So it started off slow. And then in about a two-week period, I had about 85 clients. Um, yeah, all by bike cycled. Jeez. To wow. them, all the way from Chafford to Slough over near Heathrow. What, you were oh, cycling? Yeah. To Chafford? I got the train a little bit. Oh. I'm about to say. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, dog. Yeah. Cha- <laughs> those ones to, on to Chafford, I got the train, and then I took my back on the train. But all yeah. the ones around London, I cycled, yeah. That's, That's like impressive. Amazing. It was, it was mad. So, yes, yeah, so that was two weeks. Um, And I'll be honest, it was quite a humbling experience. I met a lot of, lot of interesting people mm. from all different kinds of walks of life with such inspirational stories. Um, It was cool. Like, you know, I met and made... My contact book opened vastly. And mm. it wasn't what I was wanting from the project at all. It was literally just to spread a good message, give people a bit of a motivational lift. And words spread quick. Like it was from one person to another, to another. Someone, you know, I gave them to someone because she just had a baby and her uh, and her husband was working a lot and she had COVID and the baby was born and they didn't have too much money. And, you know, I didn't really ask for people to open up that much, yeah. but people yeah. felt, you know, like a little bit to do, to do that. And I appreciate it. And then that person led on to, oh, my dad's been having a half time. Yeah, it was his 70th birthday last week. And, you know, he didn't have anyone there around to celebrate with him. And I was like, all right, I'll go and drop some off. Mm. Yeah, just, it was great, man. It was great. And then that turned into uh, me kind of making them irregularly more so to be sold. Yeah. uh, Which then turned into a little business idea for me. And then, yeah, started up uh, my own kind of little business called Your Five, which is like a private dining experience that I thought about doing. I'm
1: taking advantage
0: of that. Listen,
1: as soon Whoa. as... Whoa. You, you yeah. already know what time. Is. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yo, what, what are you trying to get into tonight? Like, I've, I've, <laughs> I've, I've got us a chef, the whole
0: team's patterned. You imagine? <laughs> you imagine. That, that I'm giving but, them... But a lot of people came out with that mentality. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, There's no other mentality was, to have with that. that. Was, Yo, that Yo babes, the I've got us a chef. What are you talking about? That was the vibe. And that was the thing that I kind of like. From my point of view, like being a chef, I'm quite a social person. And mm, being yeah. a chef, you don't necessarily need to be. But if you are, it's a benefit. And so what the thing is in restaurants for the last almost 10 years that I've been working in restaurants now is that <clears throat> you're in a metal box and you don't have that communication one-to-one with the customer. Okay. The waiter, or the waitress, or the manager, whoever's taking the food has that. Mm. Right? So, whether it's positive, negif- negative feedback, the chef doesn't know really. It's only like via, via verbal communication. So, with the whole private dining experience, that was what I wanted to do because I like to give you guys a plate of food and explain to you why I've done it this way. Why the colors are there? Why the textures are there? Right. Uh, where the ingredients I've sourced from? Yeah, all these type of things, and then I want to get your reaction. More importantly, if you like it, I want you to tell me that you like it. If you don't like it, I want you to tell me that as well. Mm. Right. You know, and that's the bit that I love about my job is seeing the reaction and having that communication. And so, a cocoa now it's an open kitchen, mm. my new job. So it's an open kitchen inside the restaurant. So we literally like there's a table that is oh inside you can the
1: see is it I mean to. The closest thing I'd imagine is uh, Ramsey's Hell's Kitchen. Is that
0: what it's like? Uh, yeah, but le- like even more so in the inside the restaurant.
1: Jeez, okay, yeah. got
0: you. You can see everything, but like, so basically, there's a there's a table. Like, we're sitting here, me and A-man are sitting here. Mm-hmm. You guys are in the kitchen.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: So if so, this table here, instead of waiters and waitresses coming to bring you the, ta- uh, the chef will give you the food. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying?
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: And it's very theatrical. You know, that's what we're aiming for because if you can see everything, you want. Food to make it like you know, flames This is smoke. really an experience. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it like. Yo, we're going to have to done. come see you at work, for you know. For sure. For real. Sure. Yo, we'll make it happen. Yeah, you you yeah, you you're, allowed out, you're allowed inside now, so, course, you know. Man. Yeah, from Monday, was it?
0: Two days it, or is it It's now?
1: Monday, yeah. Monday. So, yeah. now we'll have to come visit for sure, man. That yeah. sounds like a real experience. Is it hot in there, like, as a customer, though?
0: What do you mean? Like, as in, wait, if you're sitting near, close to the kitchen? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. We've not, I mean, we're we not open yet, so I don't know. Okay. But I don't think so. It's not a big restaurant, max 40 people at a time. Oh, okay. okay. So it's a booking team. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You've got right. to be punctual. You just can't turn up to fit you're going to get a Yeah, it's a booking team with deposits. <laughs> I like that. So 30 pound per head, you know. More than that. Right. Than we're, than we're not going to talk about it. But it's more like Prices. Is
2: it formal? Formal, yeah.
0: I don't know exact chess code, though, but if you know me, I I, I could probably... What?
2: Yeah.
0: Nat Tech, please. <laughs>
1: yeah. D- the black, men's, the <laughs> black man's tux. <laughs> <laughs> You're terrible.
0: <bro. laughs> but no, nah, you guys got to come through. And, yeah, and 100%. Yeah. No, nah, hun- we'll make it happen. It's a, That's a fact. it's a
3: beautiful journey, man. You made the most out of a of, out of a tough time and like yeah. being entrepreneurial and just thinking outside the box has not only helped you, like, further your career, but it's also helped you, like, within you know what I mean like you've yeah. actually been able yeah. to touch and talk to people and share, share their stories so ultimately yeah. it's actually quite a, an inspiring journey you know
0: yeah inspirational for me yeah. you know and, and it's something that really opened my eyes to there's a lot more people I mean it's in the news you know for the last year the news has been going off about deaths and cases and infections and this and that yeah. Yeah, yeah. and <coughs> it, it kind of it's one of those things like everything I guess you don't really know how hard it is until you kind of get in amongst it right hmm. And so, me doing that, it kind of really opened my eyes to actually, like, this is, you know, it's a serious thing, but there's people that are genuinely, like, really, really going through really it, yeah, going yeah, through yeah. it and, and they're affected by this. Right. Um, and, yeah, it was something that I enjoyed. It's something that I would do over and over again if I had more time on my hands. mm um, but yeah, so I did that, and then the private dining experience, and and yeah, just which I yeah. think
1: yeah, it's so dope. Like people really are probably searching for something like that, and the fact that you're able to give them that is is amazing. Really, yeah,
0: that was the concept. It was you know restaurants being closed, give the restaurant well, bring the restaurant to you mm. in your own home, um, with a bit of theatre, with a bit of like introduction to. The Do
1: you need? Like that. Do you pre-cook it or you cook it at their house? Uh,
0: it depends on what it is. Okay. Yeah, so like, I mean, I had a client that asked for beef Wellington and caviar. The beef wellington I made at my house and then I brought it and then roasted it there in mm. the house. Um, <coughs> the way that I like to do it, so the whole concept of your five, I didn't know if you guys know, is is um, a client comes to me, they say I w- they want a private dinner. I say, okay, give me your five favorite ingredients or five things that you like to eat right now. And they would give it to me. I would then go away, create a menu based on those five, whether it be three, four, five courses. And then I'd get back to them with a menu and a price depending on the ingredients they've chosen because, you know, if they've chosen caviar, lobster, fillet steak, all that kind of stuff, mm. it'd be more expensive and travel costs as well. So I get back to them with that. If they're happy with it, we set a date and that's it. We go ahead. The thing that I like to do the most is the more. I'll be honest. Like I'm not going to say any names, but there's been some that have have been a dull atmosphere. There's been some that have been really, really fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, like there's been <laughs> there's been some where you know you walk in, um, no background music they're just <laughs> sitting there, open kitchen, open living room, right. and I'm cooking away, and you can hear the cutlery against the plate. Oh, God. No vibes. you know I mean? Just cutlery. man. You know what I mean? And they're whispering to each other because I'm in the kitchen, and I'm like... Yeah, that's awkward. But then there's been others where, you know, it's been a vibe. They're like, Perry, do you want a glass of wine? And I'm l- I don't drink on a job, but sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Perry, on a glass of wine. And I was like, yeah, yeah right. for sure. You know, coming in, seeing how I am. We'll leave you to it. When it's whenever soup food's ready, let me know. Blah blah. Printed menus. I do the whole thing. Printed menus, tablecloths, that whole thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and yeah, it's been a vibe. So it's something. Again, it's one of those things that if I didn't have a real job to go to, I would be doing it now and now and now. Yeah, again and oh. again and again. And again. Um, but the thing is as well, like private dining. I don't know how popular it will be now. Restaurants are opening up again. Right. I see. No, no. Yeah, the I demand. See.
1: Yeah, changes, but yeah. I, I don't know I think there's some things that might stick after lockdown so yeah. it's not something I'd I, I mean it's still an experience I would want if I could get someone who's uh, got the capabilities that you have when it comes to cooking definitely it's yeah. still something that I think I'd invest in it's just a nice thing to have yeah. it's, an, it's a nice option to have is what I would say yeah yeah, for so like
0: a romantic night in or something like that there yeah, you exactly. go there you go well, it's true
2: I've got a question yeah.
0: yo what
2: does go
0: Gold, yeah. nothing. It's there for money, man. Right.
1: What are you talking about? Salt bay? Yeah. yeah, I was just going to say- He's a dickhead, like man. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's just there because you can say you ate a gold covered steak or whatever it is. Yeah, it's not, it doesn't do anything, trust me. There's some overrated ingredients in the world. Let's go through them. And man said, let's go through oh them. <laughs> Yo, I'm ready. <laughs> what, what about Saffron Spice? Saffron's elite. elite. Underrated. 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 Yeah, I love how passionate so, he is. Of course, man. That's 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 his his bag. bag. yeah. Underrated. Is it it very expensive? Yes. Mm. Doesn't mean that it's not worth it, though. Okay. Yeah.
2: So let's just say I had 40 grams of saffron.
0: (laughs) Uh, How much would that be? I'd be asking, where'd you get the money from? (laughs) You have 40 grams of saffron. saffron. All right. All right. Let's give a rough estimate. So From the farm. (laughs) All right. Saffron comes in five gram boxes. Yeah. So that's eight grams. So, So eight boxes. If you're having 40 grams. A box is about 12 pounds. 12 times 8? 96? Yeah, 96. Yep. That's 96 pounds. For 40 grams.
2: Is that high-grade saffron,
0: though. Yeah. Can't get bad saffron, can you? You can. Mm, I mean, I've if you... I've seen... I've seen you can buy it in Sainsbury's, in, like, the herb aisle. It's not good. Oh. I'm not talking about that. I'm yeah, you're talking about the real stuff. Yeah. Yeah, fresh from farm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Yes, I mean, it'll set you back a decent <laughs> amount. 40 <laughs> grams? That's not a lot. You have to bear in mind what 40 grams is. Like, you could barely feel it if you put it in your hand. 96 pounds.
1: For example... He seen the re- maths in his head like, yeah, <laughs> <dog."> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we in business ah. now, baby.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah, I see. You're, you're thinking uh, business, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. right, cool. <laughs> you got a saffron farm?
2: No, I, I don't have a saffron farm, but I did go to Iran to uh. go and check out um, saffron farm because I have land back home in Tanzania. Mm-hmm. So, I, I was just looking around like what things I could grow possibly that could actually generate an income mm. and uh, my land is very fertile, and it's not the type of land for Saffron. So
1: mm.
2: But uh, as I was there, I did pay for Saffron.
1: You going to t- Iran is still one of the craziest things I've ever heard.
2: It was an experience. It was, it was why did you go to Iran? When? When and why? As I said, I had land back home in Tanzania. Yeah. That I wanted to see like, if I could grow Saffron back in Tanzania. Um, the only thing is, is that I don't have... Best type of land for saffron. I have the best type of land for like rice, tomatoes, cucumbers. Yeah. Um, because it's very fertile, it's very rich. Yeah. Whereas the type of land that you would have to grow saffron is mm. desert. That's right. Almost close to cotton type land. Yeah. Is right. just desert is basically dry as hell. Mm. So um, yeah, I, w- I went to saffron. Well, I went to Iran specifically for that reason, but there was other things that I need to see as well. So like the mosques out there, brilliant, beautiful. There was one mosque I was supposed to go but it was at the time of I d- I d- I am d- not very familiar with like the the, the Muslim um, celebrations such as Ramadan. I only know Ramadan and Eid but I don't know when they actually Yeah take place. When right. They actually take place in terms of the year. But I think at that time it was a holiday for a it was a bank holiday for one of their prophets. Yeah. And we couldn't go there because everybody was Right. So I couldn't get the time to actually go and see the mosque. But we, we saw a lot. We saw um, forts. We saw um, irrigation, like how they've done irrigation back in the day within the desert. Mm. Um, yeah, no, there, there was a lot to see. Even like the pomegranates, like how they pick pomegranates. It was amazing. Like They're just fresh. There's like sour ones and then there's sweet ones. And it depends on the day in which you pick it. Mm. So if you pick it early in the morning when it's frozen, like when it's a very cold temperature yeah that's where you get the sweet ones but if you pick it during the day it's gonna be sour right so yeah i was i was just out there just had a great time yeah. And it was an experience yeah mm. it, was, it was one of those ones it's like if i don't go then I'm never gonna go yeah yeah, exactly.
3: yeah so that's
0: big time yeah.
3: what, what other um overrated ingredients were you gonna get into <laughs> i'm quite curious about what that. was the first one he said gold gold, 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 gold. Leaves,
0: saffron gold saffron truffle overrated really why yeah just if you put truffle in something it just tastes a the truffle there's no point right. in putting truffle like people put truffle mushroom. bananas and smoothies Yeah. it's like enough. it's such an overpowering flavor right that it's that it's just i mean if you want to eat truffle cool yeah but if you want to eat truffle and you want to taste the mushroom in the pasta and you want to taste the cream and you want to taste this and that you just taste way. truffle. What's well. your
1: feelings on t- on
0: cheese? Uh, I like I like cheese. I was gonna say I love cheese, but I like cheese. Um, there's so many different varieties of cheese though that it's 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 such a, a broad. Cheese spectrum. is
1: overrated, man. Overrated. If 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 it's, if it's mozzarella, d- uh, mozzarella, mozzarella is overrated. I agree. Are you kidding me, no, man? Mozzarella's
0: no, mozzarella is overrated. The reason why? Because it's, it's got no flavor. Yeah. yeah, that's the that's the point. No, well, why? <laughs> because why <would> you, <laughs> just, <laughs> my point is I don't like cheese. Really, just eat tofu,
1: bro. Nah, but I don't like cheese. So, but you eat mozzarella? Yeah, because mozzarella doesn't have a taste. You know what I mean? Like on pizza, it's more there for the te- texture.
0: <laughs> Come on, man. Listen to yourself.
1: No, nah, I don't. What?
0: Come on, It's, it's there, there for the texture. It's there for the texture. Why do you eat food? <sighs> the what, texture? You,
1: nah, nah. Obviously, pizza is probably one of my favorite foods, but I'm not, I'm not there for the cheese on the pizza. I know like the tomatoes, aye, the aye, pepperoni. Aye. Let's have this I mean? conversation.
0: Pizza. Go on. Top three things about the pizza What's some for example, I'll give you mine. The most important thing is the tomato sauce for me in yeah. a pizza. Then bread, then cheese. Yeah. Well, same well, for you. Well, what's what happened to the same for you?
1: So what you're saying cheese is the most important thing? Yeah, it
2: has no, to be. No, I'm saying nah, to th- eating tomato bread.
1: I hear what you're saying, but I don't like you said, mozzarella doesn't really have a taste. So it's it So why eat it? But because I like pizza, I, I still like the I still like the tomato. You, I still like the pepperoni, and in, I still like the the bread. Would you have mozzarella in a salad? Nah. Okay, so it's just pizza. Me, yeah, <laughs> I don't like cheese as a person. This is a like cheddar. I think is disgusting. <laughs> I, like I, I, I don't know how people eat cheese. I think it's one of the worst things that we have <laughs> as humans. Do you wanna get something of
0: your chest? Then? <laughs> I've got it off my chest. <laughs> nah, cheese, cheese, cheese is levels, for sure. Uh, I mean, yeah. we'll have to agree to disagree. Nah, nah yeah, for sure. I think people
1: but are in bondage with cheese, and it's just... Yeah, English
0: people love
1: cheese, don't they? That's a fact.
3: <laughs> Did you say we or they? We, well, I'm alright with cheese. I, I, <laughs> I'm I'm not, cheese.
1: I'm not too fussed. It doesn't really... Uh, I, I, just, it's, I just don't like it. It's one of those things. Nah. Right? It's the same way I feel about Brussels sprouts. I think that's the devil's... Brussels? Poison.
0: Right, man? That's just cabbage. You like cabbage? No. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say if you if you like cabbage but you don't like Brussels sprouts, there's something wrong. But if right, you don't, you don't nah, I'm
1: not. I'm not keen. I mean, my favourite vegetables, sweet corn. I don't mind peas. Uh, I think bro- carrots. I think broccoli bangs. Broccoli's bangs. really nice actually. It's I don't bangs. know how I was a kid. I didn't like yeah, the it. The reputation is is it's not got a bad rep, but nah, bro- broccoli's and nice it's, and
0: it's super healthy. Like, yeah, big time. So much protein as far as vegetables go. So much protein there. Yeah. yeah. Oh come on now! Why, why is <laughs> He's it? coming for your chest. Why is it a wing? Where's the wing? It, no, listen. <laughs> I, <laughs> li- I was YouTube, said no, I listen. Was YouTube, <laughs> yeah,
2: personally, I like the vegan sort of situation. I looked into it. I did are you vegan? Research. No, I'm not vegan. I'm not oh okay. Vegan.
1: Oh, am being vegan, I, I would pay. <laughs> 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 and personally,
2: I was like, like, I looked into it. I'm not gonna pour a vegan offer. It, it's just like whatever in it. So then they're like, yeah, we got these, we got these cauliflower wings. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? They're not wings i made it i loved it oh, i God. don't like
1: when vegans make something something else if no that... but
0: i don't like it yeah i, I can't I stand it i've been du- i've been why, duped if, <laughs> if you're veggie or vegan why do you want something that looks and tastes like chicken <laughs> i don't get it that's i don't get that the they're they're, they're yeah. on is incorrect then commit to the lifestyle interesting. man interesting commit nice. to the lifestyle <laughs> yeah. do you know what i mean like if you, nah. if you like vegetables then you know Ah, eat, eat your veggies but yeah that's interesting stay healthy but then i I mean this is a whole like i'm 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 not slagging on vegans or vegetarians at all but i do feel like vegan and vegetarian food is is how do i say underappreciated
2: is it for sure yeah like
0: what (laughs) so like people don't know how to cook good vegan vegetarian dishes okay like the use of beans lentils chickpeas yeah um legumes um pulses all that type of stuff rice potatoes yams um sweet potato you know there's so much there's so much of a variety variety that people, people just think our salad
2: greens right. and rice that's it yeah and then end all be all but no nah, there's a complete variety like sure. even when like my mom cooks like um there's like this, there's this it's not really like a vegan dish but it's a dish well it is a vegan dish because there's no meat in it but basically they'll give it to pregnant ladies it's basically there's a lot of, there's beans, it's like a bean stew. Yeah. And but this is
1: clearly a culture thing, if that makes sense. Yeah, this is yeah, a culture yeah. thing.
2: So they'll give it to them and then like, it, it, would, it would just rejuvenate them. Like you'll mm. see their hair grow. Of course, during pregnancy, there's a lot going on. Yeah. But mm-hmm. this is the time where they just give them a lot of uh, proteins. So it's not necessarily meat. It can't be a danger to the child so on and so forth. But like there's even African dishes that I wouldn't necessarily consider to be calling it vegan. But they are vegan. Yeah, do you know
1: what high key? Like if you have, uh, for example, if you have pound jam with red stew, vegan. I, I think so. Yeah. Jollof
0: rice, vegans.
1: Nah, jollof rice ain't vegan. Because I think there's oxo cubes in it. Ah uh,
2: yeah 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 yeah. the so stock cubes
1: that they use. But is stock cubes actually from the animal, or is it to taste like the animal? No,
0: it's just from the animal. Ah like oh, okay use the bones Yeah no. The I wouldn't wouldn't take it out then.
1: Yeah, but then yeah okay. So if I it's a vegan dish. Yeah, panda jam my and red stew. My mind is blown. Do you know what? what you panda jam and okra.
2: Yeah, okra. Okra is disgusting.
0: Okra is. Come nice. on,
2: dog. That's don't
3: crazy. don't. Do you like okra? I think I'm a vegan. Sorry, I'm just. I just had like a. <laughs> I just had a relevant. Re- Collins re- is revelation.
0: reflecting on his diet. It's like I'm just like.
1: Huh? Okra's <laughs> disgusting, okay, man.
0: No, Okra's nice in right. the right circumstances. There's no circumstance. Nah, I'm not about it. Not at all,
1: right. man. You might as well be bogey. Fucking hell, it's disgusting.
0: All right, all right. Let me give you an example. Yo. I cook a banging Caribbean bean stew, red kidney bean stew, Okay. Yeah. Mm. rice and peas. Yeah. Well, rice and peas, as in. Like, oh,
1: rice and peas, man. I ain't even from the Caribbean, but that shit goes
0: down. Yeah. Plantain on the side. Yeah, completely vegan. Plantain vegan? or plantain? Plantain. Mountain or mountain?
3: fountain <laughs> 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 or fountain. We can be here all day, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. never You wouldn't ever think that that would be a vegan dish. Yeah. But when you actually put it people don't think
0: you can put so much flavor into vegan and vegetarian food. I don't yeah. know why that is, you know? So interesting, man. It's that conception, is isn't it? Yeah. And it's what? I'm not
1: sure what he said. I thought he said it's free. What's um, free? No,
2: I, I said it's said, I said very thin. Sorry, I was just. Oh, yeah, I don't know. And that's like, yeah. And even, well, not to be discussing anything, but when you go to the bathroom, you ain't got problems.
0: are <laughs> 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 saying if you eat meat and fish, then you do.
2: Nah, no, no, it's, it's just, it's a bit of a strong push. <laughs>
0: right, I hear Bruh. that. Oh my god, high protein diet. I'm
2: not a hype Well, the thing is, I eat various foods, but yeah, I do have somewhat of a... actually. No, I have a very balanced diet. Like, I, I if I'm eating protein, I will always eat. You might hit gym. Form.
0: You look like you you guys hit gym.
2: Yeah, I will hit. I will always eat vegetables or fruits on the side. Like, let's say I'm having two pieces of chicken rice, I will always have. A banana oh yeah, with yeah, a bunch yeah. I heard that. Yeah, because I know that's gonna go easy.
0: Yeah. Like,
2: as as disgusting that may sound, it's just gonna go easy for me so like and i know that i'm getting all my nutrition mm. yeah so like even speaking to like amber when i get my hair done she's like yeah your hair's grown wonderfully like what are you consistent in your diet yes i am so right. i really don't i know roughly now how food would work for me mm. um but i'm not too fussed about that but i heard just that just people who have a high protein diet nah it's it's going to go wrong where
0: would you get your main source of you where do you get your main source of protein from when you eat
2: Tuna and
0: chicken. Yeah, same. Chicken. Tuna, chicken, yeah.
2: beef.
0: Mm. Sometimes fish. I, I I
2: cook whatever. Sometimes salmon. Mm-hmm.
3: Like try, I try to eat. I'm trying to eat more fish, but it's, it's tuna not.
1: No, toasted bagel. That's delicious. I don't know if you've nah, had I the pleasure. <laughs> 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 I have, no, I have Sorry, not. Sorry, Mister Exotic on the other. <laughs> <little table>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm not. <laughs> cream
2: cheese, bagel. <laughs> no, I'm not going to be bullied for liking <laughs> <laughs> something nice. Harry came
0: here to cook
1: you. Yeah, bro. I
0: know.
1: <laughs> we, we you got chef, a problem You're chefing for real, bro. For
0: real? Anybody can get it, man. We're <laughs> 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 talking like some some beef and chicken and, and then Nice. Uh, Smoked salmon, so, like, bagel, cream cheese and chives. It has to be done, man. <laughs> <laughs> trust, me, mm. trust me, wait, hang on a sec. You, you don't go. taste it in there, man. Go on, and taste it. Uh, Do you know, I what? know why I mean, is it you, you, <laughs> all,
1: Listen, you can taste it, but you ignore it. You have to you oh, ride wow. through the pain. Uh, Them shits is nice. The, <laughs> <laughs> the <pause. Yikes. laughs> <Anyway>. for real. <laughs> That's the most disgusting pause. <laughs> That's a violation. Yeah, that was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking <laughs> hell. Yeah, but like as I said, nah, I hear like, what you're saying.
2: Tuna. Um, yeah, yeah. Lunch and dinner is usually like chicken, or if it's not chicken, it could be beef. Yeah. Um, rare, very rare occasion is like
1: pork. Mm-hmm. We don't make, uh I, I do like bacon. Yeah, no, I do bacon, like bacon. Bacon, as far as
0: the source of protein, bacon is as good as broccoli. Yeah, mm. Really? Yeah. I
1: feel like it'd be way more unhealthy. Just put, it, yeah, no, yeah, it, yeah is like it is in general. Protein, protein, it's just protein, protein content. Yeah. Okay, don't fry break, bacon, just put it in the oven. That's what I do anyway. Yeah, It makes it healthier. What you, t- what you, t- you gotta
3: fry that, Ish, man.
1: Nah, nah, yeah. I put it, in the oven. it makes it, it's healthier. I'm I'm I personally, I like my bacon crispy, so it's yeah, easier yeah. to get that consistency in the oven. Yeah, but there's some
0: things that you just do and don't do with food, man. You have to fry bacon.
1: You think? Yeah. Oh, well, I hear you. Yeah. I, I personally don't. but
0: I, I get what you're saying. Like, my mum's one of them people. She buys the bacon. So it's, like, without the rind. And it's literally oh. just, you know, you have oh, okay. back bacon. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, oh, that's yeah. streaky bacon, though, isn't it? No, it's back bacon. Oh, okay, go yeah, on. So, you know, you've got, like, the round kind of piece. And then yeah. you've got the... the yeah. Tail. She just buys it. So it's just a round piece because it's got less fat. Yeah. Some people
1: don't like fat, which I don't get. Uh, like yeah, I, yeah, it's flavor, man. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Flavor, 100, 100, 100. Like when people like cut around their steak so they don't have the fat. I'm like, what are you doing?
3: Yeah, what's wrong with you? Bonkers, absolutely bonkers.
1: That's Where to? Dizzy you R- When you have a. <laughs> 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 I, just tried to, I tried to brush past it.
3: Terry, <laughs> <laughs> when you have a steak, what do you go? What do you go for? What cut or or cooking? Oh, uh, I'm
0: gonna get bullied now,
3: Anna.
1: <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> Alright, right, let me let me see. Demi's going fillet steak with. He's going, he's going rare.
1: Nah, medium rare. Oh, I feel it though.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now I would usually go for a sirloin. Well, fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I would usually go for a, sir- what, a sirloin. What, are you still getting it immediate. well done?
1: I get well done. Nah, uh, you're bugging, man. Uh, We're okay. not- like, when so disappointed. When we go out and like, you say well done,
0: I'm just disappointed. No, but you're pa- the, the thing You've ruined the meat. You're, you're paying a lot of money for that well done steak.
2: I like it well done.
0: Do you like it though?
2: Yeah.
1: Have you ever had it not well done? Yeah. Ah, go, Wait, that, ladies no, 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 and
2: gentlemen. No, 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 no. We, we got it. <laughs> you know, there, there was this one time I looked at it and I was chewing it. I was like, "It's
0: not." I, what not, was it though? Was it I'm, like medium rare, medium?
2: Like, I think this was rare.
0: Okay. Oh.
2: And I was like, mm, "It's not for me." Okay. Uh, that's and sure. that's the, that's put me off. Yeah. Mind. And and the thing is, it's just actually I won't get into science eating like well done steak and whatever. But yeah, well done steak for me.
0: Alright, I hear that. Collins,
3: what are you thinking? Medium rare man, or medium.
0: What what kind of cut are you going for? Fillet, Or Yeah. Bit of fat on it?
3: It has to be. it has to have a little bit of it. Okay. To be honest with you. Because yeah. I just I was of the school of foot of E Man for a long time.
1: I think like, most black people are yeah, same. thing, yeah, 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 one yeah, of those yeah, things. Yeah, sure. yeah. My parents are the same. It's just yeah. one of
3: those things. And then I realized I was like let me just try. So I think I went somewhere where the the chef was just not having it. Nah, yeah, they, like, they they I, like, re- we refuse to make well yeah. done here.
1: Yeah, so I, I just really like, oh, no nah, okay. I'm on your side a bit there. The fuck you. I'm paying.
3: I I think I was I I think I was in I was in France. I was in oh, Paris. Okay. I can't remember what the name of the restaurant was. I have no clue. But the guy was just not having it, and that was fine. So I was like, I'm here to try new stuff anyway. So I tried it, and I was like, oh wow, okay. Yeah, I see what I'm doing. Yeah, thing yeah.
0: is, I'm open-minded, and as a chef, I kind of see both points of view. So I'm open-minded with food, with beef. We're talking specifically. Yeah, I've yeah. had blue steaks. I've had well-done steaks. What are you
1: saying? When it comes to blue, I kind of want to try it just to see what it's, it's
0: like. No, I, I saw I saw a
2: story where it was blue, but it was thin though. It was
0: super. thin. Yeah, it's like carpaccio.
2: Yes. Yeah. Right. That I can understand because.
0: Yeah, I mean that's different it's different yeah. but like if you're having so like the last time i had a blue steak i was with my girlfriend and or a lot of our, a lot of her friends uh they came to london and um went to a restaurant and we ordered a chateaubriand which i don't know if you guys know is like uh a huge fillet steak it's massive it's like you know you can get it 700 grams to a kilo of yeah, fillet steak okay. and it's to share between you, right? And, Got we, you. Right, right and we ordered it blue so literally blue is, is the hardest for me the hardest le- grade to cook because you want to get it so it's not cold, mm. but you want to get it so it's not cooked. Got you. Okay. You get it. Yeah. yeah so yeah. blue basically means it's like searing the outside. And then so if you cut into it, it's still red raw. Yeah. Right. But it can't be. It has to be warm. You know, so that's the difficulty getting it warm, but not getting it any like brown and it should be. Anyway, we had it and I, I can't lie to you. It was delicious. It was oh. incredible. And that was the first time I ever had blue steak. After that, usually I'll go for medium, medium rare, depending on what it is. Mm. But I have to be open-minded enough when I go to a restaurant as a chef myself that the menu and the things that are on the the menu are there for a reason. Because the chef wants you to taste that. Uh, Yeah. You know, I don't really get when people come to a restaurant, especially if I'm working, and they say, yeah, I'd like this dish, but without that, can you put that instead of that? And I'm like, no, that's not why the dish is like that. Got you, Yeah. yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Like a menu is done by a chef or a team of chefs Specifically, like ingredients are put together and married together specifically for a reason, mm. and that's how the the experience we want to give you. You're not having this with that, and, and you're not chipping and changing ingredients. If the steaks are only cooked to medium max, if you ask for well done, I'm not giving you a well done, because mm. that's not the experience that I want to give you. Mm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, man, I, I see it from both <laughs> points <you>. of view. <laughs> <laughs> I, see it, I see it from both points of view. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I'll be, I'll be interested. Next time we go for a meal or something. Ivan, try medium rare. I just want to see what your opinion
0: is. Yeah, and take a picture. <laughs> take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> so I can <laughs> verify I it. I have tried medium before. I think, yeah, I think I've tried
2: medium. Medium's
0: not that deep. Yeah. Like a little bit pink. Yeah. A
2: little, little bit pink. Some I'm people just can't get it's their head rare, around the idea. they gave me a rare, I was like, what are you
1: doing? And it's still bleak. Like, it's it's, it's got blood. Red, yeah. It's still raw in the middle, yeah. Yeah, I hear that. I mean, I, do you know I I personally medium rare. Remember, and it's, and it's a similar experience to how you had to have blue like, and your experience in a sense. Like, I went to someone's house and like, I'm just not doing that. Like, well done is insane. You've ruined the meat. So I was like, ah, right, let me try. It. Like, let me try a thing. Much better, and it's less chewing as well because steak is chewy when it's well done. Right. So it goes down way easier. Yeah.
0: It's and it has to be if you're having a blue or a rare steak, it has to be good beef, because otherwise, again, it's chewy. It's mm. on both ends of the spectrum. Chewy or when it's well done, chewy when it's raw. Oh, okay. Especially if you're like eating it and it's not a good bit of beef, mm. it's gonna be chewy. So you well, have yeah. to get good beef. If you're having wagyu, if you're having Kobe beef. Oh, I've got
2: a question. Go ahead. Um, what would you fry? What oil do you use to fry?
0: At this home n- or in the kitchen? At home. Coconut oil. Coconut oil. Okay. Do yeah.
2: you ever use ghee?
0: Uh, yeah, but it burns easily. Yeah, ghee is very, it's, it's, it's a flavoursome oil. Very flavour. Like butter.
2: But, as you said, it burns very easily. It burns
0: very easily. So I would never cook a steak in it. Um, cooking a steak is something that if you if it's a thin steak, you want to keep it in the pan for a long time. I would usually use ghee or butter to finish dishes. Like, I would use it, but not to fry it in. So I would use, like, a. you have to think about oils and temperatures, right? So uh, butter burns at a lesser temperature than vegetable oil will. Vegetable oil can reach, I think it's like 500 degrees before it starts to burn. Okay. Butter starts burning at about 150. Yeah, so it's you start to get, and ghee as well, you start to get that burnt taste and like the caramel. So in butter and ghee, there's natural sugars and that's where you get like the burnt pieces come in because it's caramelizing really. Mm. But if you cook the steak and when it's almost brown, you put the butter in and you start glazing it. And then also you see on like cooking shows and stuff, you get that kind of like foamy looking like butter glaze on a steak. That's because they're putting it in at the end, not the start okay okay yeah all right this very insightful
1: man. for real doug do we have any other things we're trying to get off before we <laughs> close <laughs> we just
3: got to get off our music suggestions innit? yes
1: thank you for reminding me uh, just pick a I'm song early. to add to our well yeah, yeah nearly it right. must have been going for that's an hour isn't so it we on we out an hour in yeah no yeah. it's, been I mean, nah, it's too much boys. good music that came out recently um j cole's album came out yesterday <laughs> fire indeed, indeed yeah the boy at the wheel is back the real is back the real is back for sure. um god so many choices for myself um i just want to give shouts out obviously the migos came back strong with straightening um dbe ferrari horses young and made with hello baby featuring um five year foreign um but my choice for this week um probably gonna end up being my artist of the year and my find of the Central seed day in the life okay Mine is um, an artist I've been trying
3: to listen to for a while, but I didn't find the time until recent. His name is Blast. Um, I think um, a clear from from um, yeah, the she podcast, mentioned he mentioned it. it, so I did my research, and he mm. has a really good project out called No Love Lost. Um, but yeah, the title track No Love Lost on there is incredible.
2: Um, so that's my choice
1: of the week. Perfect. I
2: don't, I don't think I put this song on.
1: Was it S- West Side S- Gun? S-
2: nah, it's not Westside Gun. It's um, Stone Cold Cooks. So
1: the same sort of <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was close are you shocked <laughs> <laughs> It's
2: Balenci- uh, Balenciaga Stab.
1: cool cool yeah. uh, this is a really nice song to to. love that cool cool
2: cool about but, you know, it's, it's
1: still that <laughs> pleasant that new york <laughs> <laughs> that new york rap yeah
0: so good well, i got well, i got one yeah go for you it so, right, what what we doing albums or songs, songs. just the song? Yeah, songs. Yeah, a, a song something you're listening
1: to right now Oof.
0: I mean, I'll be honest with you. We're talking about albums that came out yesterday. A lot of banging albums came out yesterday. Mm. Like, I mean, I'm a Georgia Smith fan. She brought us oh, out yesterday. Yeah. Um, but as far as like long term, I've been listening to a lot of Brent for um, Yeah. I'm thinking his album, Fuck the World, amazing, amazing album came out of the start of last year, I believe. Or mm. start of yes. this year, maybe the start of yeah, last year. Last year. Um, it's on repeat at least, you know, once a week for me. Um, he's got a song in there called Lost Kids Get Money Mm. that's my jam love it it's 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 a yeah it's an old song well I say an old it's a year year old or so but it's yeah Survive no I love that perfect
1: and obviously give the people your socials where they can find you
0: sure at Chef Perry J on Instagram Um, you can find my Facebook through there Uh, I'm not on Twitter unfortunately but yeah don't need to be it's a toxic place (laughs) (laughs) at Chef Perry J on Instagram guys (laughs) love it chauffeur